For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome to the number one Bengals podcast. And we have a very special show today because we are going to be talking about the Bengals draft. Oh, yeah. We drafted a lot of players. Oh, I don't yeah. know how many they drafted. New guys. That's why we have John, yeah. A lot of players, a lot of offensive linemen, a lot of defensive linemen, a lot of difference of opinion about when they drafted whom and uh, and who they decided to take with their first pick for offensive line. Are you saying you don't know? Is that the problem? Jackson Carmen. Yeah. So, yeah. So we talked about Jamar Chase. We'll get back to him later, a little later, maybe. But let us start with what we were all waiting for, which is offensive lineman, Jackson Carmen, who looks like he's going to play guard, right guard, John. Does that make sense? Right guard, left guard. I don't know. We don't know w- which yet. But it would make sense why he would play right guard because they have two natural left guards in Zaire Suofilo and Quinn Spain. Thing is, Jackson Carmen, who was born and raised just north of downtown Cincinnati in Fairfield, Ohio, he almost went to Ohio State, then chose Clemson because he likes Tigers over Buckeyes. Makes sense. And he started for two years as Clemson's left tackle, but he never played at guard in, in high school or in college. He only practiced there. So it is a transition. It is a projection to see how he would play at a new position. But just from seeing him, what he did in Clemson and the growth and the the development of what he was at Clemson, he has the traits to translate to guard because he's got the power for it. He's got the handwork and hand usage for it. And he's got the intelligence for it. He can process things really quickly. And that makes sense because when you're in a more condensed space, things are happening a lot quicker. Your pass sets are quicker. There's There's less space for you to be exposed, I guess, to more speedy rushers. And that could be an issue with him if he, if he sticks a tackle. So I think they're making the right choice here by committing him to guard. And he can be a quality starting guard right out of the gate. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. John, yeah. let, me, let me linger on something you said for just one second here. Could be. Those two words, could and be, I feel like are the key words in the offensive line plans for this coming year. you got a bunch of young guys. And it almost seems to me after this draft, that the plan for really our starters, the offensive line, for Frank Pollock's offensive line, is to have young men that he's going to shape and mold the way he likes. That seems well, a bit unusual. It's going to be a Zach lot Taylor of... Said, Did you see this? Zach Taylor said he's going to compete with at guard right away. Not so. just him, Daddio. Have you seen the projected starting offensive line? How many 20 and 21-year-olds and 20, you know that age group are going to be on the offensive line? It's, 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 yeah, I mean, it looks like a frat party. That's, that's how old football players are. They're in their 20s and 30s. They're not. But they're, 40s, they're, they're going to be starting. Yeah. It's not just him. Yeah. Uh, Look, the, okay, let us, let us please. The project, yeah. the project, they're going to be fine. Offensive line is fixed. Let's move it's on. Not, it's not. So, it wait, hold on. So, it's not fixed, yeah. though. So, look, John, you talked about his hands. And I watched clips of him, the highlights against Chase Young, and I actually didn't notice the hands being good. What do you mean with his? he's good with his hands? Because I, I kind of saw him. him 
Is that what you mean, John? Massages? Yeah, yeah it gives good massages. Teams need it. So offensive linemen come out of college. Sometimes they like to use their hands in synchronization or they're just basically using two hands as one, two-handed punches. With Carmen, I feel like he's more adept to using his hands independently, which is good against more refined rushers at, at the next level. It's good that at 21 years old, he has an understanding of that. He does get a little bit over his hips, and that leads to balance issues. But when he does land his punches, they're very powerful. He's a very powerful player. And I think when you put him inside in between a center and a guard, when you're just going up against defensive tackles, he'll be in a position where there's like no edge. He's really protecting and like those issues can kind of be mitigated by putting him more inside. So yes, there are balance issues. There are some times where he whiffs and that's a problem. But again, he was only a two year starter at 19, 20 years old going up against ACC competition. So there were, there were going to be some, some bad moments, but the good news is, is that the more he played, the better he got. And he played the last five games of last season with a herniated disc. And then he had to get that sur- surgically repaired. So he was playing through a lot of pain. And he was playing actually pretty well. So, John, it sounds like you're giving it a B plus to A minus grade. Is that fair? I would give it a B. A B. Okay. So, look, a pick that a lot of people were a little confused about because there were some other good offensive linemen out there that they wanted. And there was they traded down instead of getting like uh, Eichenberg, or, right? Is that the players they wanted? Everybody right? wanted uh, Eichenberg. Eichenberg was is that, in high demand. But the thing that we got is that Willie Anderson supported his work ethic. That's the thing is that we hear contradicting reports about his work ethic. Am I right, John? We, that we, we do. Some people say that's a, con- is that, am I confusing him with someone else? Is that? You, you probably that, are. Yeah. yeah okay, so he has good work ethic. Thinking. He has yeah. good work ethic. Can we yeah. just hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's slow down here. John, let me ask you a question. You got your Jackson Carmen. You've got your, what, Deontay Smith, Trey Hill. That, that's it, right? From the, the draft, that's who they got. These are the three linemen. 30% of the draft was offensive lineman, yeah. Yeah. Now, of those three, who's going to start? Most likely. Jackson. And the other two won't? Probably not, no. And who will? Jonah I mean, Williams. You got Jonah Williams. between Xavier Suofilo and Quinn Spain. Okay. Trey Hopkins, when he comes back from injury. Jackson okay. Carmen. Riley Reef. Oh, That's your yeah, starting yeah. five. There and you go. How does that there look? And I'll grade that. It's about average. There you go. And we were, go. We, were, we were below average. Oh, we were definitely below average. So we went from being yeah. a D student to being a C student. Just about. That's not too bad. Yeah. That's really that. good. That's really good. That. So look, Joseph Osai from Texas. Mm. A lot of people say this guy, great pick. And when I look at him, I see a lot of a straight line a speed. Am I right, John? Getting into the backfield. Straight. Explosive. Going straight. Explosive. Yeah. But I don't yes. see the pass rush moves we saw with Carl Lawson, right? He doesn't seem to have that arsenal. Well, not yet. Yeah. So, so Asai, uh, he was actually born in Nigeria. He didn't really know what football was until he was like a teenager when he came over to America. I think his parents won a lottery to go from Nigeria to uh, America. And then he quickly became a four-star, I think, linebacker recruit. He played mostly linebacker at Texas before the 2020 season. That's when he that's when he then transitioned to more of an edge player. But that explosion and that speed, it helped him be extremely productive at Texas. Like the athleticism, he is as athletic on the field as he was when he tested the Texas's pro day. And yes, there are a lot of things that he needs to work on with, with his hand usage and stuff like that. But I think he's a really, people talk about motor and effort with a lot of players, but this guy, like he'll never really quit on a play. And when you have that type of mentality with that type of athleticism, things just tend yeah. to click. So he won't, he might not be ready oh, yeah. right out of the gate like Carl Lawson was when he was a rookie. But I think when you get, if you give him like a modest role to begin, he'll give you some production. And that's, that's, that's really, really yeah. honestly, that yeah. is the most athletic position in all of football. You mm-hmm. got to be, you have to be athletic. 
and you have to yeah. be you have to have those basic traits and he has them that you is what well, Ben is what baby John said that on our show you just you're just taking what Ben baby said last is show. it wrong to learn well and he was no. taking it from Duke Tobin so this right. is like so here's the thing yeah. you're asking me Dadio, what my favorite pick of the draft was right no no you can ask me no. that. and I would not say you. the most important and the biggest signing we had was not Jamar Chase no wow no it was Evan it's McPherson in round five Evan McPherson. That man is going to change like the, the McPherson. game. Gonna change I like the, game. the McPherson pick. Change the game. No, it is no, 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 no. I don't know if the viewers have seen it, but there is a clip uh, everybody's seen it. Everybody's of a bother, yeah. and it's on yeah. a shelf, and Evan McPherson yeah. is below the shelf. Now, if he can do that in the game, open a bottle mid-game, right. think, about, think about the psychological warfare that that, I mean, that, that, that imposes on the opposing Well, not team. just that, but think about the, all you the opportunities. opening bottles, you're like, hey, come get this. Open Think about all the monetizing the opportunities. You know, like when the dolphins, when they had that pet dolphin that did all those tricks, right. it was a stolen, that was a big hit. This was Ace Ventura. You're talking about the plot of Ace Ventura. Well, Great saw, movie. Yeah, it, yeah. Pet but, 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 but Right, but here we have this man who can open bottles. But that was not reality, from, this is. This is reality, that was yeah. reality, doesn't matter. And, and, and Mike Brown is going to really be able to, you know, if people don't want to come watch the games, they will come to watch that pre-game show at least. So I love that. I Opening love the pick. The yes. Yeah. So John Osai, I feel like you're going to give him a, a minus grade. That is. That's what about right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So look, but John Cameron Sample. Another he sample. He was picked next, and and he seems to have a little more refined pass rush moves. Am I right? So he played at Tulane, which is a little bit lower yeah. than Texas, but then he went to the Senior okay. Bowl, and I believe he was the highest graded pass rusher from the senior bowl during those practices so he showed out against other guys who were a little bit older than him so he's like a, he was a 21 year old senior and he never really produced that well at Tulane but he won a lot as a traditional pass rusher and he could also play inside so he played a lot of like three technique and over the tackle as well as being on the edge so I think the Bengals like the fact that he could be used all over the line and specifically on passing downs you can move him inside you have Sam Hubbard Joseph Asai Trey Hendrickson and then you have Cam Sample inside on those obvious passing downs. He's an explosive pass rusher that can shoot a gap, and he can also work, work with his hands well. So in the fourth round, that's about the player that you want right there. He's a big boy. Well, he's a, he's yeah. not, not huge, six foot three, 267 yeah. pounds. He's got to put on right. a little bit of weight, but yeah. he was very successful. I mean, he, he, we're talking about the guy who finished the season with seven and a half tackles for the last five sacks. He's, if he gets, wow. he knows how those things feel. Once you know how a sack feels, it's kind of like, as, like if you know how it feels to crunch on a pistachio nut, it's addictive. You're gonna or like keep doing yeah, it. like like take a bite out of a, a chicken wing. No, like, no, no, right? no meat. Yeah. And he, no, he, he so, passed yeah. grade ninety point four uh, on on PFF. So uh, yeah. what I'm saying is this is this was a, a really wise move. I give this pick an A. Yeah, you know, but I'll tell you something, guys. They're like John, you you you're great. I say with what B plus. That's a B plus. Sure. B plus A minus. So, so let me let me uh, tell you which pick we should actually be the most excited about, and that is Tyler Shelvin. Do you know why, John? You probably why? know why. No, I don't. Because last year, Bill Belichick, when he was evaluating talent, he said, Shelvin has to be on my team. There is no other way around it. He wanted Shelvin, no ifs, ands, or other conjunction so uh, he's another I, can't, I can't say the other word i can't say the other word for monetizing purposes but you right. get the point yeah. i mean he's gonna so, be he's gonna have a friendly vibe with his lsu friends we're having so a real the lsu reunion yeah let's let's make he's something a small clear. he's a small man have you noticed something john if you want to increase your chances of being on the bengals roster you should either go to lsu 
or name or be named Trey. Have you noticed that? How many Trey's and LSU's we have? So it's we like half the, the team now. So I just want to make, yeah. I was just kidding about the small man. This man is huge, huge. Yeah. Oh, oh, Tyler's hold, really big. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. They only Please. got to pick Tyler Shelvin because they traded with the Patriots. So where are you getting the fact that Bill Belichick wanted Tyler Shelvin? Well, no, Bill Belichick wanted someone more. But if he had waited around, maybe he tricked us into getting yeah. Shelvin. Yeah, maybe John, I can't, reveal, I can't reveal my sources. But anyways, Tyler Shelvin, yeah. 350 pounds. Now, can you imagine weighing 350 pounds? That is amazing. Well, I, th I think you can imagine it. Obi. I can. I'm getting there. But he's a big man. 34-inch arms, 11-inch hands. Big hands. Yeah. You can put a little fairy in those hands and, and, and it'll live a good life there. It's, it's yeah. a big hand. It's like it's on hand, hand land. Yeah. Big hands. Look, big hands are a great way of, of, of threatening people, right? So, I mean, he's out there. He shows his hands. And the quarterback would probably just like lie jazz down. jazz hands. Yeah. Yeah, he shows his jazz hands. And the quarterback is like, I don't want those hands pushing me, tickling me, whatever, poking me. And the quarterback would just give up. I love it. Let us move on to the other, the, the third, fourth round pick. Bengals really are stocked up on fourth round picks. They got three of them. You know, I wish they would stock up on second round picks using a first well, round. Well, that's harder to do. That's harder that. to do. They would, that would mean like trading out of the first round. Or Which I think they should the first do. Round. Yeah. Yeah. So they, no, they did Statistics not do that. Statistics that that is wise. Okay. Yeah, but so pick 139 in the fourth round. By the way, John is going to give Tyler Shelvin, I think, an A grade for a fourth round pick. Yeah, B minus. Well, he's got big hands. Wow. Wait, John, do you want him coming on our show with his big hands? And do you, would you tell him to his face? Oh, I would, I would tell him, him that you graded the pick B minus. Okay. He'll come stand yeah. behind you and just rest his hands on your shoulder gently to remind you that he's there. And you yeah. realize that those hands are as big as some people's arms or feet. Let's not invite him on the show. And so, okay, no, but really glad to have him on the team. Uh, you know, we are really, we have some, we have mass. We have mass on the defensive line now, right? With DJ Reader and Sheldon, and we have people who can eat up a space. And then we have the smaller guys who are going to try to get to the quarterback, right? So that is a formula that could work today, you know? Uh, I think a lot of it just comes down to the linebacker play, which we'll see if they can take a step forward. So then we have Deontay Smith, who went to ECU. And, yeah, like Jeff Blake. So is it fair to say that we that Dante Smith is was the pick because Reef is old and they're worried about reliefing Reef with Dante Smith? Is that the mentality of getting your Dante Smith? People I, I mean they picked Deontay Smith because everyone wanted them to take a tackle, right? So he is six five. He played at like two eighty, which is like a fourth of what Tyler Shelvin weighs. And there's still a lot to be learned about him. He didn't play that much this past year against really low-level competition, but there there are traits there. There are, there there are, are traits. traits of nastiness. There are traits of yes. movement. I think he is a very another explosive player. The Bengals stocked up on guys who ranked really high in terms of explosion for their explosive. size. Explosive. And, and, and Smith is another one of those guys, but he's not ready to play this year. He needs to put on weight. I think they might get him up to like 310, 315 before he's ready to actually contribute. And, but he's, he's also going to be 23. So by the time he starts playing, he'll already be in his mid twenties. And at that point, you gotta, you gotta see if he can actually become something. Well, and he, and here, now, now they talk a, lot, a little bit about his 85 inch wing span. And what does that really mean? Why do we need that? I mean, well, he's not you know, flying anywhere. Yeah. Well, defensive linemen are getting bigger and bigger. Okay. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes they will work around you and you will whiff, is what they call it, right, John? But you're not allowed to pull them. No, no. But if you do not have the time to run around, turn your body around, 
and catch up with them, sometimes, yes, you do. It is not actual flying. It's more like leaping and waving your arms, getting some air under the flabby part mm. of your arms yeah. and, 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 and recovering. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I like don't even have to ask John. Like, Short flight. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. The 85 inch wingspan will be yeah. useful. You're really making me want to eat chicken wings right now, Haji. You better not. Do not consume. Anyway, <laughs> chicken wings are hands bad. off. Hands yeah. off. Well, I just think chicken wings because we're talking about football. You can't have a full meal and talk about football, but you can have chicken wings. That's the rules. Them's the rules, you know, John. Have you John, have you, you seen John? John, have you yeah. seen the way you know? Have you seen the way that when people want to be fancy, they have a little like they have an entree and a side and things like that. At Daddy's house, he thinks he's being fancy, but the side will be like a little bowl of chips, and the and the entree will be like you know a pop tart. You know, it's like that's John, how do you see the eat. elitism. Do you see his elitism coming through here? He thinks he's better than us. His 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 sides are like Not what John, like grass. But, but you, I, I don't know what they're yeah. called. Is it, yeah. is it, yeah, it's grass and hair. Like you have hair sometimes. Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. No. But John, yeah. So John, you saw the tweet now from Belichick or no? I did. I did. Thank you for yeah. showing that. I don't know why you couldn't reveal your source if it was on Twitter in the first place. Well, oh, so you just, you just gave it away, John. They're never, Twitter's never going to give me that kind of info again. It came on my timeline, not on yours, but okay. Yeah. So John, okay. Where were we? Yeah. Which is so distracting with this. Evan McPherson. Design. Yeah, Evan McPherson, such a, a marketable player. A plus. A plus. I give it A plus to John. Kicker. He can, he's, a he, kicker. he's a good kicker. For those who didn't watch, he's a kicker Shane for Graham. the Gators. And he's Shane Graham, Shane Graham talked about basically in every aspect, he's he's the he's like the perfect pick, kicker, right, John? He's he's good. Like for Is as he? far as college as far as college kickers go, he was really good at Florida. He's got a bigger leg than Randy Bullock, and he's probably a little bit accurate too. He's gonna make the team. Nothing wrong with it. Listen, let's be honest. How many Bengals games have come down to a kick? A lot. Too many. Too many. And I'm going to guess if we're going to be winning games, it's not going to be like by 40 points. You're going to rely on the kicker more than once. And we saw last year some pretty nasty kicks. I love this pick. I love a guy with the accuracy that he had. We're talking about he's like generally above 80% accuracy. He's 14th all-time accuracy in, in, in NCAA history. What else do you want? He's only missed one extra yeah. point in his entire career. One. Yeah, that is that's true. I mean, when you talk about what else do you want, it that you and, know, and you people say don't like, understand. You're like, oh, how can you miss an extra point? You have to understand, kickers always, if you add up their whole career, they always miss. It's not the guarantee; they always miss a few extra points here and there. But he's only missed one. Yeah, that's what you want. You it's want a guy like, you can put out there. He kicks the he kicks the ball. That's it. You don't want to think about yeah. it. Yeah, but but okay. So John, so we move on to the next pick. Which is center Trey Hill in the sixth round. Right. Now let's talk about now, Trey Hill. Is this is this about is this okay? Is this because we need someone in the to to fill in the place of another Trey? Because we have a Trey who's our starting center, but he's injured. So is this about depth, or does he have the potential to be a, a kind of a long term starter? I didn't know much about Trey Hill coming into the draft. I learned that he was the number four guard recruit in 2018, right behind a certain Pene Sewell. And he hasn't really lived up to that billing as a high school player in Georgia. He played two years at Georgia. He was moved to center out of necessity. He started out at guard. I think the Bengals may see him more as a guard because right now they have Trey Hopkins and Billy Price, but maybe just the guy who can play all three interior spots. He athletically is not the greatest fit for what they want to do, not like Deontay Smith or Jackson Carmen. So, the selection was a little bit confusing, but he is talented. 
And if he gets his weight under control, I think he can be a, a solid spot starter if it ever comes to that. The key will be the knees. He's a big man, 319 pounds, six foot three. He's had knee surgery in both. He's had uh, knee surgery in both knees. If the knees hold up, it's clear that Frank Pollock likes a big man. And so does Hoji. We are yeah. of one mind. Frank Pollock and I are of one mind. People should be big. Yeah. You got to have bigger, better. Absolutely. Football players got to be big, especially the line. Yeah. So look, we're talking yeah. about talented, athletic. And I think the most athletic guy we got in, this, in the draft after Jamar Chase is Chris Evans. And you look at this guy. I look at his highlights for over 15 seconds, I think. I looked at his highlights, John. And he, it's very clear he is to replace Giovanni Bernard. Now, hold he on. Is you did the, not watch Captain America captain. highlights, did you? The, oh, okay. Okay, no. No, 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 no. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. No. All right. No, but I did. Yeah, I did because see him I know jump you. out of a plane. I know, I know you. He yeah, jumped no, out of a no, plane no. and was see, not injured. I knew injured. you would do that. I knew you would Google and Chris then, Evans and be like, no. "Oh, this guy is awesome. He throws a shield. He, you he know, he's got super fascism. serum. Super he's, serum. No. no, not him. This is not. This is not him. Okay. Different. Different. Okay, Chris, but different Evans. it doesn't matter. Either way, either Captain America or this Chris Evans could replace Giovanni Bernard, and that's that's what that's what this screams to me, John. I mean, Chris Evans makes a ton of sense. They were they have been interested in him since, I believe, the Senior Bowl when he was being used a lot as a pass catcher down there. That's really where he got on their radar. He wasn't used that much in Michigan. I think he only carried the ball about 300 or so times. He's already 24 years old, so he's a bit of, of a weird prospect because of that. He actually got suspended due to like an academic mistake is what they called it in 2019. During that suspension, he worked as a carpenter, a dishwasher, and a special teams coach at a local high school oh. before he came back to Michigan in 2020. He only carried the ball like 16 times. So he's a weird, he's a weird, that's he has a, a weird story. He started like out a, as a receiver though. Uh oh. We call it the origin story, John. So this mm-hmm. is just negating Hoji's whole point. This is called the origin story. They start washing dishes and all of a sudden they're saving the world. But yeah, but Hoji doesn't want to accept any of that. He's a big man. And I can I'm down you with said, that. You said that about every player, just to be clear. We've got you said that about every man. player. That is what football players are. What 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 numbers are you looking at when you look at football players? He's because two, they are all okay. Well, how big was Giovanni yeah. Bernard? Five Giovanni nine Bernard, two oh five. Yeah, five nine two oh five. Small man. Now this guy, big guy. What is he like? Okay. Two twenty. I don't remember the height, but he's a big dude. You don't need him to be tall. You just need him to be heavy, because it's harder to stop. It's called momentum, Daddy. Harder to stop. I a mean, big fifteen Giovanni. pounds is nothing. You can gain fifteen pounds in a meal. You're asking me. I, do, I mean. I do it all the time. 15 pounds. Oh, Giovanni, by the if way, he just had one big meal, we were talking about him being the let same way as Chris Evans. How big do you think his hands are? How big do you think Chris Evans' hands are? His, his Ten hands. Inches. 10 inches. Big okay. hands. So okay. you're snoozing the trend. We're going for big men, big hands. I love okay. it. I love it. You want to move on? Yeah. So, Isn't that so the end Wyatt, of the draft? Yeah, Wyatt Hubert. Seventh round pick. Defensive There's end. more? Yeah, this is the last one, I promise. And uh, Wyatt Hubert, he... He looks like a guy who who really wants to be good. That's I, I didn't get what the chance. What does that even mean? What does that mean? I, I did. I ran out of time. But that is just a generic statement that he really wants to be a football player. I can't really put it any better than that. At Kansas State, I think he had over fifty combined tackles for loss and sacks. He was one of PFF's highest graded pass rushers this past year. Another senior bowl guy. Apparently, he's been developing a relationship with assistant coach Mark Duffner for several months now. That's why I pegged him as a potential college free agent signing, but. Tenth pick in the draft, seventh round. That's essentially a college free agent, anyways. Yeah, but at this point, they're just having fun. Yeah, yeah. We're all just having fun. Yeah. 
Now, look, the question look, is, let me ask you guys an honest question. We, uh, yeah. Is this team a different team now, post-draft, than a one draft Absolutely not. Absolutely. It was a different I, no, team absolutely. when you draft. When you dra listen. Look. Listen. Listen. Hold on. No. no. Stop. I'm, my when goal. you draft someone like Joe Burrow, it's a different team. But the draft is not a place where you totally change your team, except in Here's those rare except in those rare instances. The Bengals will well, be proven. The Bengals will be proven right now, starting now in the offseason. Okay. What is the coaching going to look like? How's the glue going to stick together? Okay. And I hate using glue metaphors when we're so close to Kentucky Derby. I hate that. That's torture for me. But that's what it yeah. is. How well, is it going to coalesce? Okay. How well, are they going to talk to each other? What, what's the chemistry like? What are the plays? What's it going to look like? You see, these you, are the you, Okay. No, we got a lot of young bodies, some of them with very high upside, very young guys, to take the place of really, you know, if you look at the offensive line, we did not, we, we put Fred Johnson at guard. Because we didn't have true guards at some point. We didn't have guys we could trust. We moved everybody around. We didn't have enough pieces to even try to develop guys. And we didn't have the coach for it. Now we have guys that Frank Pollock thinks he can develop on the offensive line. I believe we have high upside. Yeah, we have high and, upside. And remember, remember last year, everybody talks about the offensive line last year. Yeah, the offensive yeah. line was in shambles last year. Yeah. But maybe because of that, or maybe not because of that, the running game was in shambles. And that's going right. to be the real question. So, because you no, can't I, win a game the way we were trying to play it last year. You have to have a running game. I don't care how much the NFL changes. If you yeah. can't run the ball, you know. And so where I think a lot is hinging on the return of Joe Mixon. The return of well, Joe Mixon, that's a game changer. Drafting yeah, well, a, uh, Hubert in the seventh round is not a game changer. I John convinced me about Jamar Chase. And he is going to open up so much stuff, help the run game for so, many, for so many different reasons. You know, you look at Joe Burrow in college and we're like wow look at the guy and then you look at the guys he had around him justin jefferson is one of the best young receivers in the league now jamar chase number five overall pick very deservingly so and and you say joe is great but these guys can take it to a different level when they have those guys that can make the plays downfield joe burrow did not have that we talked about that last last show we did so he's going to have that. That is going to make the passing attack more dangerous. That is going to make the play action more dangerous and the run game more right. dangerous. This is, what I call, so, this is what I call Bengals logic. When you overthink and overcredit and give too much hope for small changes that your team has made. We had the fifth round. We had the fifth pick. That's a big pick. Jamar Chase, probably going to be a very big component of our offense. So it's just a draft, but I don't see any huge changes. No. Even Another with Jamar thing Chase. Is, Look, Even the with thing is, we might not have superstars on the defensive line, but we have, you know, we have athletic guys. We have Trey Hendricks, and then we have the other guys. So the defensive line, you might not look at it and say, hey, we have the next, I don't know, John Randall or, you know, whoever, the, the, you know, great Randy defensive. Bullock. Yeah, we don't have that for sure. But you look at it and you say, hey, these guys, if they, if they can function as a unit and develop just a little bit, it'll be an average to better average line in, in a year or two. So I think, I think yeah, uh, that is all I have to say. I'm giving the grade an A-. minus. That's my grade for great, the draft. Great, yep. great. Great, great. Overall draft, yeah. I'll give it a B for now with the potential overall. to be better. So when you take the Jamar Chase signing into account, I was going to give it an A minus. But then when I take the McPherson signing into account, it becomes an A plus. But I still don't think it's going to make a huge difference, but still, love it. Love it, Jamar. I love it. I love the positivity, guys. Stay positive. And remember to stay positive when you're thinking about the show and right. how good it was. Send the mojo. Five a star review. Yeah, just like I give the Bengals a generous grade, 
They may not deserve it. No, but I just give it to them. Just give our show a generous grade. Leave a five star review. Make Thumbs sure up. to subscribe. Yeah. Leave a comment. And who was your aside from Jamar Chase? Put in the comments. Who was your favorite pick of the draft? Aside from Jamar Chase, everybody loved Jamar Chase. I love Jamar Chase. You love Jamar Chase. Who was your favorite? Was it McPherson? Who was it? I like McPherson. I like because of Belichick. I like Tyler. The tweet, the tweet heard like around the world. Yeah, tweet heard, yeah. I, I like Tyler a lot. I think he could be good. I I, I like uh, Chris Evans, and it's not just because he's handsome yeah, and he's handsome, and you know, and he makes so much money at the at the box office. It's also because we don't have to worry about wearing down our running backs anymore. Joe, we have Travion Williams, who's on the show. Big upside. Now we have Chris Evans. So I, I like that pick. I like all the picks. That's that's kind of what I was trying to say. New uniforms, new picks. New there you league, go. New yes. day. Okay, what last question? Then I gotta go. I'm getting actually a Manny Petty. So what is the next big event for Bengals fans? Draft is over. What do we wait for now? Training camp. Training camp. And then we we what do we watch them train and learn things about that? People care about that too. We start to buzz about look at Joe Burrow, he look healthy, his knee look healthy. Okay, I can wait for that. Yeah, well, John is and probably is going, going to, be, to, go to be a short preseason. John is probably going to go to the training camp. He's going to go observe and give us updates and videos and all that, I imagine. So, yeah. So, look, training camp is very valuable. It's kind of for it's, it's it tells you a lot about the season. Last year, a lot of the stuff we said about Joe Burrow, how he looked in camp, was true during it's the year. True. So, so, training camp is going to be a lot of fun. But yeah, so make sure to check out all of John's draft content on cincyjungle.com. He has a lot of good analysis. Oh, yeah. You can really, you not only learn the names of all the players, you can find the highlights and you can look at those. And John's uh, John's grades and analysis. So for Dr. Rosie, Dr. Kismoji, yeah. and John Sheeran, and Dadio McTook. Me on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, follow Hoji on Twitter. He, come on, the guy deserves more than three followers. I think so. It's me, John, and, and the producer and our manager. I think he deserves more than that. Like John. Us. John has a lot of followers. I don't know if he wants more followers, but go ahead and follow John. John's John a good tweeter. I will give him that. Yeah. A good John is very good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can follow me too. I have a lot of promotional stuff, a lot of stuff I, I'm selling, but only because I use it myself. So that is all we have. We'll see you next time. So long. This week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.